forces fill up on the track And we are about to crash a goddamn motherfucking wedding My friends, let's go Initial wedding, bloodletting, invitation, celebration Mark off all there in ceremony, holy matrimony Soren ain't happy, thinks this shit is so phony He's so lonely, he's so sad, he got Dracula, he a bad He's so mad that his dad had got Mark off looking awesome Olivia giving him visions of Inishra Color crimson, distinguished with the difference That they're bluffing, flying high, over graven And bidding's more land of value, trostatic kissing When when wolves are driven from killing humans Cause they stupid, they so dirty, smelling putrid, scratching lunatic from their gruesome shredded tunics So much blood go wag a gug 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 From the bruising vampires cruising On that plane they reclaim On this day when they say Will you, Olivia Take Edgar Markov As your lawfully wedded vampire hoax show Oh yeah Will you, Edgar Take Olivia Voldaren As your lawfully wedded forever master Oh my god yeah Oh, damn. It's true love, y'all. That shit's the true love bloodline. Damn. Fuck. It was a vampire wedding and the whole clan wished them well. You could see that Edgar the truly loved the Mademoiselle. And now the young Markov and Dalaran have rung the chapel bell. Say la vie, say the cathode, it goes to show you never can tell. They furnished off a chateau with a 22-room robot sale. The cool radar was crammed with people, dinners, and a sanguinelle. Mark, I found wolves, a little chaos coming. Worked out well. Say la vie, say the blood kin. Because the show you never can tell. They had a bad mood Sabbath, and boy, they just didn't let it blast. 700 little neonates, Rakdos, Mardu, and Morales. But when the sun went down, the rapid tempo of the fences failed. Say la vie, say the falcon wrath and you to show you never can tell. They bled a souped up therapin and was a chair red evening. They marched down to the Grimwood to celebrate the anniversary. It was there that the Maka was married to the lovely Valderin. Say la vie, say the singer, you gonna show you never can tell. Markov and Belderin never the chapel bell. Till I beat, say the Cathars, they know a show you never can tell.
say la vie, say the same gear. It goes to show you never can tell. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always, Phil Blackman. Phil, how's it going, man? Uh, happy Asmora Marta Kadaisina Coldacar to you, sir. It is a Asmora Marta Kadaisina Coldacar Eve to you. Ah, uh, yes, indeed. Since Halloween's coming up, right? It is true. It is true. This is it, like I'm. I'm. I'm getting in the spirit, man. You're getting in the spirit. You got a nice brew in your hands. Heck yeah, I got. Uh, I got some pump king. I'm wearing my. Uh, I don't know if the if the uh, the masses can see, but I am wearing my. Uh, what's it called? Uh, this is uh, my Monster Squad T-shirt. Oh, there you go. There it is. Keeping it. Keeping it. Uh, keeping it in a strad. <laughs> So we're going to go over the spoilers that happened today, but we're also going to talk about uh, this is today being Thursday, October 28th. So you'll probably see this on uh, Friday uh, morning, uh, but uh, we could, we're also, I'd like to talk about the teasers, uh, the uh, duelist style teasers that uh, Mark Rosewater uh, sent us as well. Uh, so let's, let's do that. Yeah, some of these teasers have already been spoiled on the first yes. day of spoilers, so we'll, we'll obviously sh shout those out. Exactly. But there's a, a bunch left that we're going to try and uh, predict before we get to uh, the rest of the spoilers tomorrow through this week. Yep. All right, so the first one is new new counter types. Uh, that is Bloodline, Croak, Invitation, uh, Judgment, Omen, Slime, and Suspect. So we've seen Croak counters. That's on the new Frog the new Legend. Frog. We've seen invitation counters uh, already, and the other ones are left open. So the slime counters, I'm assuming, are going to be on the legendary slug that he prompted on Twitch earlier uh, yeah. during like the little interview of like, what what can we expect? What's going to come? Uh, somebody had asked Rosewater, "What's your favorite card in the set that you're that he's most excited for?" And of course, uh, being a lover of doofy tribes as he is, yeah. uh, he said the legendary slug that we're going to find. Also. Um, I'm just going to, uh, there is one spoiler that already came out that has what is probably going to be the best flavor text long-term looking back at this set already. It's, oh, on no. a card called, it's on a card called Massive Might, which is an instant for green. So oh, yeah. target creature gets plus two, plus two, and gains trample in it until end of turn. Your, your, oh, your, your giant growth, your giant growth uh, variant. But it says, the flavor text is, run, it's coming for us, eventually. Yeah, and that's, that's right is, up there with uh, Akhan's run. Yeah, it is. It is an excellent. It is an excellent uh, callback, and it's just. It's just the hilarious Halloween nature I want from yeah. my Innistradians. All right. Uh, so then uh, we've got a new mechanic that removes something never removed before. Uh, you and you, uh, you and Nate were saying pla uh, planeswalker emblems. No, no, no. So I, I, Nate had said planeswalker emblems, and I saw a couple of other people saying emblems because it's it feels like the thing that we should have that yeah. should exist. I don't think they're going to go that deep. I think it's going to be like remove day night. I, yeah, maybe remove day night. I, it I think it would be really funny if they were just like remove poison counters. But yeah, that's not the, that I, you can remove those with leeches. So for, technically, for, yeah, no. it's, it, it's happened before. Yeah. I mean, for, for what it's worth, like they have been dropping like the Phyrexian uh, hints throughout the multiverse yeah. uh, in other sets. So there could be something Phyrexian that hits us this week. Yeah. Uh, a popular and powerful creature card from Innistrad that gets uh, that gets reprinted. That's Thalia, That's right? Thalia. Yeah, easy Thalia. We yeah. Thalia, everybody. Like, I don't understand. Like, why? Like, the, we don't need more Thalias. I think the, the new the <laughs> new uh, the new Thalia art, though, I think is the best cool. one of all of them. It is cool. I think it's the best one of of all of the Thalia arts that have ever been uh, ever been designed. I think that. And there's the a lot one. of Thalia art out there. A lot of Thalia <laughs> art. Out. Yeah. 
All right, a card that makes a red dragon illusion creature token with flying and haste. Cool. I, I didn't see that yet. Uh, a mechanic that first appeared as a faction mechanic returns. As a That's faction. exploit. That's exploit. exploit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, makes yeah. Sense. that was used for the Sultai yep. in cons, and that's back that is a, faction, a zombie yes. mechanic. Yeah. A new legendary card that combines new characters that previously each had their own legendary creature card. So is that Gissa and uh, whatever? It's posi- so they did Gissa in uh, Midnight Hunt. And so we are anticipating getting Giralf in this set. So it's possible that they just run Gissa back and put him in the same card again like they've done previously. I, When we first saw this, Ooh, I, had yeah. made, I, I had made the guess that, um, I mean, it makes sense that they've already spoiled the new Olivia and that getting an Olivia card and a Markov, uh, an Edgar Markov card separately makes sense as individual legends. I honestly thought that the new one was going to combine both Edgar and Olivia because they're okay. the ones that are getting married. So I thought they were going to give us a legendary yeah, card that was like, yeah, I thought it was, I thought that's what it was going to be. It is obviously not that because the new Olivia has been spoiled. So I want to um, see like Avison and Grizzlebrand combined to one magic card. Dude, I want to <laughs> see, I, I, I hope, I honestly hope it's fucking uh, Giralf and Grimgrin. Yeah. Yeah. Something stupid, right? Like uh, Grim, Grim, I'm trying to think Giralf of other, like, Grimgrin. other great uh, legends from, from that, uh, that format. Like, could we get like the Lunark guy that like you know the the unhallowed and like so, you know something stupid like you know like a, a Splinter Fright or something like maybe, that? Something maybe, silly. maybe. Oh man, it would be really get wrong monster get, and, and if we Giralf. get uh, <laughs> if we get the Giralf, uh Micaeus monster mashup, that would be sick. Yeah. All right. Uh, a new card that lets you cast certain cards off the top of your library. I think we got that. It's uh, that exists, right? Uh, I think we saw that. I haven't seen it yet. I think I no. think we saw that. I'm not positive. We'll we'll get to that when we get get into it because I think it's a on, on a flip card. Oh, okay. Um, Maybe I just haven't seen. Yeah, it I, did, I, I haven't been paying as, as much attention to that stuff, but I'm pretty sure I saw something like that earlier. Um, okay, a new mechanic that is a mirror of an already existing mechanic. That's training. So mentor training and training. Is, yeah, mentor. That they, makes they, sense. They yep. are just flipped. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. I mean, training is a more elegant version of mentor, I think. Um, I mean, the way that they described it, that's what they were going for. But I, I think that they have, in fact, succeeded in that way, uh, even though we haven't seen how it plays yet. Um, the idea that training wants you to go wide so that you can train multiple times is much more elegant than just like one plus one plus one counter return. Uh, so, so. so we haven't gotten this one yet. And this is great because there's a lot of speculation for this one. Uh, a legendary character returns, but now as a vampire. Um, a lot yeah. of people are saying it's Nahiri. Um, I would have actually guessed uh, Thalia because I thought that would have been a cool, like, ha this card, you know, like, but obviously we got Thalia already. Um, returns as a vampire. So whenever you have a situation like this, this is a, a, an old, like, D&D uh, routine is like the, the, uh, it's, it, it's spelled Blackguard, but it's Blackguard. Uh, mm-hmm. or you, you'll often hear like an English person say like, you Blackguard, it's Blackguard. And so the idea there is a paladin that turns to evil. And mm-hmm. I think it'll be Odric, man. That would be, I mean, well, Odric was, yeah, I think Odric, that would make sense, right? Because he was fighting like all of the horrors or whatever yeah. the previous time. And we know that it's not Thalia. Are there any other... 
um, legendary creatures in Innistrad that would sort of get like the Kalidish treatment where it becomes, it, it, it gets turned? Let's think about, well, let's think about the legends from uh, from uh, those sets, yeah, right? Grim, like got, grim like... Grin Zombie Vampire, let's <laughs> yes. go. Yes, he gets bitten and he's like, now nah, I'm in, I've been bitten by, yeah. by vampires. He's like, I'm, I, I've, by... I've been waiting for this, oh yeah. Um, man, uh, I, I just don't know. Like you could do like Ludwig, like would be funny, but like would make yep. any sense. Yep. Cause like, it's yep. funny cause the zombies and the vampires are, are like completely separate parts of the same storyline. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I Ludwig would also be weird because he just he just had a card in Midnight Hunt. Yeah, so I it would be that, weird if to run it back again after yeah. just doing it in the previous. I mean, you could, but like, it's not like he's part of a major story. I don't think exactly. Right? So. Yeah, um, I I think it's interesting that it says a legendary character when in so many other like if you look up three things, it says a new legendary creature card, right? Creature. But this is character, so it may, leads me to believe that we're going to see a planeswalker as a vampire. This makes me—I mean, it's possible, but it would be weird since we already know that the planeswalkers in this set are Chandra, Kaya, and Story. no, I think that they're going to downgrade to a creature again. Oh, you think somebody's going to lose their spark? Yeah, you get uh, bit by a vampire, you lose your spark, and now Tamio the Forsaken. Oh, that would uh, be that'd be uh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be very cool. Moonfolk vampire? Is, yeah. <laughs> that that would be that would actually be pretty high. I feel like and now the, she's Nahiri, the Nahiri Soren thing. I feel like there it's not gonna be Nahiri because that story is so big and has been drawn out for so long that when the Soren Nahiri set finally comes to a head, I feel like that's gonna be dedicated content. I don't think that's gonna be like a side story. At the culmination yeah, yeah, yeah. of their of like who kills who, you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like that that's going to be the it's the brothers' war. It's just going to be Soren versus Nahiri. The it's set, just you know it's just I mean? going to be a land that says like yeah. whatever that is the the blood feud. Um, yeah, okay, exactly. so then uh, next are some hints uh, using only snippets of rules text on new cards. Uh, choose number between one and thirteen. That's that Wrath of God. I actually really like that because it's like a Wrath of God that's good for swarm strategies. Yeah, the uh, Wrath of for, it, it's cool too. It, yeah, it gives for, you, go on. It gives you the semblance of um, the, the like the semblance of a choice. I can't imagine what scenario where it's like if you have more creatures on board than your opponent, unless you're in a token strategy where all of your creatures are obviously way worse than yeah. all of your opponents. Well, yeah, like, like if, if you're playing Reanimator versus tokens, it's amazing, right? Like you, you're yeah. as a token player because you're like cool. Your Grizzle, your Grizzle Brand's dead. I've got all these one one tokens still. You know? I think that the the the, it, it, the templating for this card is cool. I think in practice, you're never not saying all of your opponent's creatures, right? Like it's yeah. just like yeah, well, it, it'll be very rare. Yeah, yeah, it'll be very rare that you don't say your opponent's creatures. I think that um uh the cool thing about this for me is is it's just a really cool like uh wrath that like plays in a field that normal wraths don't play in. I think that the, the something that could be cool is using something like this proactively. Uh, because it says your opponent, it says sacrifices. So if you were an aristocratian style deck, this could act similarly to like what Blasphemous Act used to in yeah. the old aristocrats deck, where it's like you wanted to kill everything, including your own shit, so you could get all these death triggers. And yep. I feel like that this is going to get like your blood artist on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, this is going to be like, I feel like this is the type of card that's going to be used more proactively to kill your own shit as well as your opponents because of the sacrifice clause. So yeah. it's cool. Um, though. It's definitely a cool templating. Then we've got one that says, uh, with mana value 
uh, less than or equal to the number of vampires you control. That is uh, vampire dominating vampire. So that just yep. takes control of a. It's uh, a yeah, it's a, it's a threat. Is it just for an turn? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Does it say until in turn? No, it just gains haste until in turn. Oh, it gains haste. Yeah, it's a whole new, a whole new sentence. So that's cool. Um, uh, Gain control of target creature with mana value less. uh, Vampire skull until end of turn. Oh, yeah. It's a threaten. Okay, it's a it's a threaten. That's that's less interesting. They just wrote they wrote until end of turn multiple times in the same text box. Yeah, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Come on, come on, guys. Come on. Okay, uh, if it's red, you may cast it this turn. I cool. feel like we might have seen that in the things already. Zombies you control have flying. That's rad. Wow. I love wow. it. Flying zombies. Somebody, so I've been trying to make zombies work in Legacy for some time now. Let me tell you, it is uh, it is a struggle. So uh, I'm expecting to get some Legacy playable zombie cards off of Exploit. We've gotten dangerously close already with the 3-2 Death Toucher that exploits. It's a 3-mana three 3-2 three Death Toucher, and it exploits uh, to draw two, lose two. Yeah. So you you um, sign in blood yourself. I, I like that one. Yeah, yeah. That's not that's going a, to that's cut. A, three mana is too high. Read the bones level kind of card. Three mana is too high. But if we get anything, if we get a one mana exploit creature on a zombie, we are in business if it yeah, does it anything relevant. So at the beginning of your upkeep, an opponent may sacrifice a creature. I haven't seen that yet. Not yet. Kraken, Leviathan, Octopus, or Serpent. Haven't seen that yet. That shouts. Uh, what's her face? Tamiya, right? No, no, no. Uh, Kiora, Kiora, Kiora. Kiora. It shouts Kiora, but Kiora is not in this set, so not around. Yeah. Um, twice that many tokens are created instead. I don't know what it is, but it'll be played in EDH. It's going to anything that says <laughs> twice that many is always played in EDH. Yep. Whenever a human you control dies, there's your aristocrats. Yep. Uh, equal to the number of permanents you control that are spirits and or enchantments. Uh, that exists. That's, uh, I want to say, on uh, the other side of the Vengeful Victim or something like that. It, it's a card that exists. We'll talk about that in a second. It's on the Legendary Spirit, yeah. Yep. Uh, oh, I lost my lost my place. Dorothea. Dorothea. Dorothea? They pronounced it two different ways on stream when they were spoiling this card. Uh, they said both Dorothea and Dorothea. So this is going to be, I, I heard somebody at uh, the LGS um, earlier this week pronounce Thalia, Talia. And so I imagine that Thalia, Talia, Dorothea and Dorothea is going to be similar to Teferi and Tefri. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's the, the most common mispronunciation in magic is, is uh, Teferi. <laughs> yeah, we all know that it's pronounced Yaka. It's not Jace. Um, I mean, you could also go with, Dorothea. Dor- yeah, Dorothea. Just put the emphasis on the end. Uh, okay, uh, and then uh, what, what we got here? Uh, it's then, not Yorian. Then if you Yorian. control exactly 13 permanents. Saw that coming a mile away. That's going to be the alt wincon card this set, right? Yeah. yeah. Human Ranger Werewolf. Uh, so these are all creature types that will be in here. Human Ranger Werewolf. Angel Soldier. Zombie Scorpion. Uh, Serpent Egg. Yeah, we saw the zombie scorpion. Uh, eye Horror. I love that. I love an Eye Horror, man. Evil Eye of Orange by Gore. Great. Uh, anyhow, uh, Human Peasant, Spirit Warlock, Slug Horror. There it is. There's the Slug Horror. Uh, Kraken Horror and Vampire Noble. There are two there, new ones. There, there's there's another uh, differentiation in pronunciation. You say Kraken, I say Kraken. Uh, but my guess is that Kraken Horror legendary creature is going to be the thing that says uh, 
the fat creature types that Kiora is normally associated with of Kraken, Leviathan, Octopus, or Serpent? I go with Kraken specifically. Uh, it, it, so that, that slides back to my days as a um, uh, bartender. Yeah. Um, you didn't want to ask people if they, they want to crack. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Especially where I was working, which was a pretty, pretty uh, not fancy dive bar. You tried to just, you know, there were the, all these little uh, things you would do to just like make sure that like, you know, none of that stuff was happening in your bar. Um, it makes sense. You don't have to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's talk about the um, the cards. We'll go over to- uh, Before we hop into the up. spoilers, mm. before we talk about the specific cards, can we talk about how fucking sick these Count Dracula reskins are? Yeah, they're so cool. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. I love oh them. Oh my I love God. Them. They are I love so them. good. Yeah, I I need so them. I, so I have uh, I have an Edgar Markov uh, uh, EDH deck, and it's not great, but it's like you know every time a set like this comes out, I take stuff out and add stuff in, just because it's a fun it's a fun and very easy deck to build because you're just like okay, you know, like the cards these cards are better than these cards, you know, slot them in and out. Yeah, I need these for for that deck. They're so cool. These are so sick, dude. We need like. You want to know something that I notice I have recently about myself that I've noticed with sets? What's that? When when a card's art is so goddamn cool, I'm like, well, I have to play with that. Yeah. Even, when I know, <laughs> even when I know that it's not legacy power level, I'm like, it's going straight into my deck box. This is and exactly this- how most of my um most of my uh career as a uh, as a standard magic player was. I was like, oh that card's right? cool. I want to I want to just slot it into a deck. That is a toy I want to play with. Yeah. And count the so l- let's just talk about the Sor- the new Soren planeswalker first because that's the Count Dracula put uh, him up overlay, there shall we? Yep. Put him up there. He is Soren the Merc the Mirthless do you, does uh, everybody two, know what mirthless means? Is that yeah, a definition that means we need you to do share not for have our... the car from Wayne's World, the Mirthmobile. That's what it. That's what it means, dear listeners. <laughs> M- mirthless is like, um, in this particular example of Soren being the mirthless, mirthless means that like you you like scoff at shit. You're like above it. You're you're over it, right? That's like that, that's a, like if you're mirthless, it's like you don't give them like you, you don't, don't give a mirth. mirth. You, yeah, you don't give a shit, right? You're like fu- you're like fuck this noise. And so like, he's at the wedding and he's like, well, this wedding is bad for all involved. He's yeah. like, and so he's like, he's like the dude on the side of like the reception. Who's just like, I don't want to fucking be here. So like, as, awful. A, as a uh, ex wedding photographer, um, I can say that there is a, there is a particular person at every wedding that is, that is that person. You know, who that person always. is There's always the person who's just like, you know who that I person is Phil? Who, that person that no that person who always has the stink eye at every wedding like that is oh, just the person like, who wanted I'm to be it. on there i'm over it like can this day just be finished already like do you know who yeah. that person is it's 100 it's well it is a bridesmaid it's 100 always the unmarried older sister of the bride yes yes <laughs> i have photos yes. of just like wow this person's just just phoning it the f in like this is their this is supposed to be the best day of her sister's life and she's like you know what it's not me i don't care does that ever have you ever seen that in, in your time as a wedding photographer did that ever happen with brothers no because everyone uh, brothers are just like yeah man that's great like i'm glad you're having a good time and i'm it's gonna get trashed passive. it's always yeah. like i'm gonna get trashed and i'm gonna see you know like maybe maybe one of the bridesmaids is single you know, or like, uh, honestly, like every time I've, I've ever shot a wedding, 
the other the other groomsmen are all always like not single you know they're always like oh yeah i'm here with my girlfriend you know like as a as a groomsman you're like i've got a date you know so you're just happy to be outside and to be like hanging out and you know what the temptations are playing maybe they're maybe they're doing a little uh otis day in the nights you know Mm -hmm. uh, morris Mm -hmm. day in the night sorry uh you know uh you know the electric slides going You're, you're feeling good but the the um you know the the older sister of the bride that that is still single is just not she's never happy so it's a shame uh, is there a, this, so that in, in this, this scenario case, that's, that's in this Soren. scenario soren is the older sister or as flavor wise for the story the offspring of Edmer, edgar markov so he's yeah, the yeah, yeah. unmarried he's the unmarried oh, yeah child. well so that, that this is true there's also there, there is also that person i've shot a wedding where like a ch- the child of the bride who was not like the father was, you know, from a previous marriage or, or, you know, whatever out of wedlock, who f- knows, but yeah, the child, yeah. I remember specifically, and this was shot in Philadelphia. So I, I, you know, I'm right here. I remember that the kid, the kid had to constantly be talked to by the mom to just like, be like, Hey, you know, like, is everything going good for you little guy or whatever. And yeah. every single time the kid just threw mad shade. Like I just, I'm just, I can't wait for this day to be over. And you're just like, what a piece of shit. So <laughs> like you've so, raised a monster. <laughs> so Soren is that wait kid. Yeah. for this day to be over. So mm-hmm. that's what mirthless means. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Mirthless. Yeah, we have, is we the, have defined mirthless and it's pure. Mirthless the is the bride's form. older sister. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyhow, uh, so Soren Mirthless is a black planeswalker for two and two black, uh, legendary planeswalker Soren. Uh, with a four loyalty, it's his plus one is look at the top card of your library. You may reveal that card and put it into your hand. If you do lose life equal to its mana value. So that's sort of the opposite effect of the uh, other Soren from like, I don't know, like three, three Innistrads ago. The, the, the six mana Soren. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we have negative two, create a two, three vampire fly, uh, token with flying and lifelink i wish you had death touch too but you know you can't get too greedy wow wow <laughs> well flying and lifelink a, a two three flying lifelinker means that you are just creating a vampire nighthawk well minus the death touch minus the death touch yeah yeah, yeah. um and then we have uh negative seven uh soren the mirthless deals 13 damage to any target and you gain 13 life so that minus seven is close to just saying win the game on it, right? It's, it's I mean, it's, it's not guaranteed. Of... It's not guaranteed, but it's damn close. Um, yeah. I, I actually think like this is one of those cards where I feel like it's, it is so, so very close. It has a plus one that's card advantage. It's in colors that don't get uh, power blasted or red blasted. And two, three, so it can minus, twi- it's just four mana and you can minus it twice uh, straight out the gate to get two, two, three flying lifelinkers. And a two, three flying lifelinker is no joke. Like those are legit stats with yeah. like relevant. Would here, Here's the question. Is if, is if this was white, would you have thought to play this in miracles? No. Like, uh, would you think like, okay, I can play this instead of, instead of Gideon, you know, like back when it, yeah, you were playing I mean, Gideon. You have a long line of like the, the, the stuff that competes with Gideon, whether it's the other Elspeth, um, or, or like any of the like the court the new court mm-hmm. um in that space the, that type of card was a banger back in the day yeah 
the format's just way too fast for that kind of thing. It's now. Di- it, yeah, it's a different um, format now. But uh, so uh, the thing is, is like, that there's I, just I, not a s- slot for this card just yet, right? Like, there's no black control deck in in the, in Legacy, which is why I'm like, this card is so close. Like, these are all relevant abilities that you care about. Uh, but I don't. If at four mana, it's probably too steep. Like, yeah, it's it's unfortunate now that um, the way that I used to look at things, if they had the abrupt decay check, right? It's like the power blast, the blue blast, and the abrupt decay check. If you are somehow dodge all of those things, you're excellent. Which is why Gideon was so good. Yeah, Gideon so was amazing long, for that reason. Right? Yeah. Like it, it just it just filled this narrow edge through all of the played removal that you would run into, and so it was excellent because it was resilient. And now that Skyclave Apparition exists, it's like none of that really matters anymore. Like there isn't really that niche to carve out. So you just have to be good enough on rate. And uh, this Soren, I feel like is so dangerously close. Like if it never shows up, I won't be surprised. But if it shows up uh, niche in- uh, Someone sides it in against you somehow or something, yeah. Yeah, like it's very, very close. And uh I, I would love to see it show up. I'm definitely going to try and experiment and try and find a spot for it. Uh, there, there's, there's a lot of interactions to be, to be had here. And I, I don't know, I would love to see it. All right. Well, let's talk about some of the other, um, other cards from the set. So we've got the savior of Olenbrock. I don't think that that's worth really talking about. Um, overcharged amount. So, so savior of Olenbrock. There is one thing in particular that we should note about it. Let's that doesn't, about. It doesn't jump out at first glance, but uh, it says when it chain when it trains, exile up to one other target creature from the battlefield or a creature from a graveyard, and then when it leaves, you put those cards onto the battlefield. So this is a circumventing reanimation effect too. Mm-hmm. So you can you can exile your own shit to reanimate it later if they remove it. So if you train this and there's not a creature on their end to remove. You can exile something from your yard, and if they kill it, and kind of have yeah backup. You get your you get your creature back. The rough part about this is is specifically the the fact that uh, one you need a you you know like a one two training's tough right because a one two is good for training, but it's not really good for three mana in legacy. Like you want impact, you you want impact immediately. So if you're playing death and taxes, and you're like boom. You know, Violon 3, slam this, untap, attack. And it's like, yeah, that Thalia attacked and, you know, you exiled something. And, oh, maybe they removed it. But, like, I don't know. It's not, it's not enough for me. I think it's, like, maybe, maybe fringe, fringe playable as, like, a reanimator hate card. But, like, I feel like you can just do better. I don't think this is going to see play because the rate is too high. Like, yeah. three mana... Three mana is too Three mana steep. and attack, you know, like, yeah. And I don't, three mana and attack with another creature. So there's too many uh, hoops to jump through to make this card work. But yeah. if it does see play in Legacy, I think it's it's going to see play because it's a, another way to put creatures from your graveyard incidentally onto the battlefield. Yeah. That's where I think the power level in this card is. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree. I think the rate's too high, but that's, then we have, that's uh, where the sneaky horror. We have overcharged amalgam, and I only want to mention this card because I think it it could it could see play in like a very fringe deck. So this is a uh, three mana flying flash three three for four mana. That is two and two blue, and it has exploit. And the exploit is when uh, you exploit a creature, 
tar counter target spell activated ability or triggered ability. And the only, only way I would see this being played is like maybe as like a weirdo card in uh in um what's it called uh food chain or something like that. That's possible. I I was trying I was racking my brain all day trying to figure out where this could possibly go. The 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 rate is too high, the power and toughness isn't strong enough. And in order to actually get the ability, you need to have a creature on board that you then sacrifice. So you're not going up a card, you're trading whatever you exploited to get whatever you yeah. counter. So maybe I, I think uh, I'm maybe the too um high. uh it, it, look, well so that is the same deck uh with the uh uh, what the hell is it called? The it's, it's not the same deck. The uh, Cavern Harpy deck. What's it called? Help oh, me Lauren? out. Yeah, it could it it could be a card in a Lauren, right? Like you'd have to no, actually four, cast this, four mana. right? Yeah, yeah. You, you can't. No. You, you don't get okay. the cast. I don't think nope. it's there. It, there. There, there's like so many spots where like a slight tweak and it probably makes it. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I I don't see at least right now. There's no deck that would want this. It's yeah. too expensive. All right, so then we have a uh, volatile arsonist and Olivia. Unfortunately, these cards I just don't think see any kind of real yeah. play. And it, volatile, I mean, I get volatile arsonist is just another long line of you know mythic red shit that does stuff that goes in red stompy. But like, yeah. is it better than what red stompy already has going on? I don't know. I mean, it's another menace haste threat, right? Like it's a it's a it's a fat beater that I mean, when it ETBs, it's gonna hit for yeah. hit them for at least five. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, Change of Fortune is an interesting card. Um, I don't know if it'll see play anywhere. I know, I know personally where it'll see play for me, uh, and that'll be in an Angie Falconrath deck. But um, you have Change of Fortune, which is a uh, sorcery for a three and a red. It says discard your hand, then draw a card for each card you've discarded this turn. So that the the discard of this turn is interesting because if you can find ways to like Wheel of Fortune. And and whatnot, and then and then cast this card. You could potentially draw a lot of cards. Yeah, this strikes me as it has to be a payoff to your combo. Yeah, I don't know what combo that would be because yeah, I, I mean lot, so. the only reason why I so in 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 competitive EDH, Angie Falconrath, you could basically cycle through your entire deck and cards like I think Shallow, not Shallow Grave, a uh, Shadow of the Grave. Uh, yeah, that you basically pick up, everything. pick up everything that you discard this turn, and yeah. cards like this would be uh, would be very good together. And so I, I I don't know that it's exploitable, um, but it's worth mentioning because the power level it, it could be off the chain if if it gets going. Yeah, I mean I don't know. You have uh, breakthrough, which is just a very cheap discard outlet. I, I mean I don't know what the, I, I don't know what the combo deck would be, but this strikes me as like this would be the ad nauseum for that deck, right? Where it's yeah. Like, when you cast this, you pick up your deck and then you kill them. Yeah. Uh, all right. Then we have uh, Wedding Invitation, Ghostly Snare, or Ge Geistlight Stare, Dominic Vampire, Wedding Invitation, sorry, Wedding Announcement, uh, Dig Up, which has the new mechanic for Cleave, which is a, a bit clunky in, in, its, in its wording, but like it makes sense. It's just another kicker mechanic. Yeah. Um, you know it's a kicker mechanic that saves them space in their text box. Yep. Girl knock. Uh, I wouldn't, I don't think this is uh, playable. I wouldn't play this in, uh, in rug Delver, you know, girl knock is not playable because it's just too pricey for three. It's a three, three, four, four. 
the ability on it is is pretty hot i mean whenever a permanent card is put into your graveyard from your library exile it with a croak counter and then you can play lands and cast spells from among them like i don't know that's essentially well this is on the well this is on the board every permanent you flip over means you drew it yeah right like yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that is that is very that's a very powerful ability this is a a four mana three three assuming that you only flip over permanents which you can build your deck as such it's four mana three three draw three cards i could like, see lands trying it i could see lands trying it as like a one of you know like this is is this good is this better than slow gurk well no well slow gurk i mean Gronok and Slowgurk, I feel like just put them both in the same deck, right? But um, no, um, is this better, this effect better than Tireless Tracker? Uh, Let's not talk about pa- the power and toughness uh, of Tireless Tracker. That's obviously like better here, but like, are you getting more value out of out of, uh, out of of this card than you would a uh, Tireless Tracker? So what I think is important about this card is it's soft to Caracas, right? And you know that anybody yep. who has Caracas, if you're playing lands, is bringing it in against you. Yep. Luckily, if Grolnock is removed from the board and then replayed, you can still play the stuff with Croak Counters because it's, it's a They've separate got the line Croak of text. Yeah. You can play them. So that's templating yep. to make sure that if, if a, another Grolnock comes in, you can cast all of the cards that were previously hit off of another Grolnock. So yep. that's powerful. Four mana, three, three, draw three cards is powerful. Every time you uh, put a card into your yard, you draw it. Like, that is an insane line of text. So yeah. if somebody plays this, I could see it being some type of combo deck where you are trying to flip your library over and then you just draw all the cards that you flipped. But this they're all a- permanent. It's not like, you know, the problem with the combo deck part of that is that they're all permanents. They're not instants. So it's not like you can... There are right. certainly I- things you can do. Uh, you know, like, I, I mean, um, just imagine hitting like expiration into expiration into expiration, you know, and then you're just like, boom, 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 boom. You I know, mean, this that also be good. works with if with, this also works with um, with mana rocks, right? You just can cast free mana rocks and, and yep. turn through your deck if you're milling your milling stuff over. So it's like Mox your, Opal your, works with this card very well. Your your combo pieces have to be permanent, based, Opal, but luckily Mo- there's a uh, lot of Amber fast Mox. mana. There's a lot of fast mana that's permanent based in Legacy. So I don't think there's a home right now for this card. Yeah. However, the the actual text on it is so insanely broken that if somebody can find the rest of the pieces, I could see this being like, yeah, I'm playing Grolnock combo, you know? Yep. All right. Uh, let's talk about the, uh, the, the, here's the older sister. Uh, uh, made scenario. him dishonor. You found it. Angie, you found made, it. Dis- Angie made him dishonor. Uh, I don't think this is a playable card. Uh, four or five for four mana. We haven't we haven't played four or fives for four mana since uh, uh, what's it called uh, Urnum Jin. It's so unfortunate that something with a raw rate like this four or five for five when it ETBs it it makes you a permanent. Yep. And then you can use those permanents to like affect uh, races. Like this is. A very powerful card. This is doing a lot of powerful stuff. On rate, this is very good. This but would be a great of, card in standard. Because <laughs> you know? Uro exists, and Uro yep. is just bigger than everything they're ever going to print and does everything better than anything any other text box they're going to make, this card will never see the light of day because Uro exists. Like, yep. it's fucking toxic that, that Uro has that effect on every card going forward. Yep. Uh, let's talk about uh, Demonic Bargain. Exile the top 13 cards of your library, then search your library for a card and put it into your hand. Wow. It's a weird one, right? Like that's, uh, that, so the the card that we can compare this almost directly to is Demonic Consultation. 
where you name a card, then exile the top 10 cards of your deck, and then you flip your deck until you get that that card. Uh, yep. But it only that's, costs that's one mana. Yeah, you know? this is the throwback to that. I think that uh, aside from it being just a three mana tutor for whatever you want, right? Assuming that whatever you wanted wasn't exiled into the top 13 cards, there's the rub. Yep. I think uh, part of the power level of this is this is uh, three mana to just remove 13 cards from your deck. Like, I don't know. Like, I imagine part of a combo could be just like, yeah, I want to get rid of my, my library. And Isn't there a... Um, there is a card... Uh, that gets plus one plus one every time you, for every card that you exile. Lilea, Lila, Lila, Lila. No, it's it's from like the the like uh, uh, foretell like commander deck, and it like can become like a god. It becomes like a ten ten indestructible god if you like get ten pl- ten counters onto it. So oh, you dude, could if 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 there was a combo of like something on turn one or turn two that says every time something is exiled, t- trigger. Yeah. Uh, doing that, getting 13 triggers for three mana is certainly a uh, one-two punch that I'd be interested in seeing. Yeah, I'd have to see what it is. But uh, basically, you, you create a 10-10 that continues to grow, God, uh, with indestructible and, like, flying. Uh, let me let me look it up real fast. I know I can are find trying, it. Are you, trying to, are you trying to build your own Merit Lage right now? Yeah, dude. Build your own Merit Lage. You heard it here first. Uh commander it's not commander it is a uh caldheim situation just want to see this this creature so this is from the caldheim uh set it's from the uh what's it called it's from the um commander set though so i'm trying to figure out where that might be there we go uh it's called hero of bredegard it is a uh two and one white for a human warrior uh one one it's a creature obviously uh, whenever you exile one or more cards from your hand and or permanents from the battlefield, never mind. I'll shut up and we'll continue talk. We'll continue going forward. Wow. Oh! Got, got. Yeah, I was like, well, that's it. way too good to be true. Should have like, played. I should have played. There around might it. be. There, there might. There, there must be some amount of cards in Magic's thirty-year history that says whenever you exile a card from anywhere, do a thing. And if doing that thing 13 times is game winning, then that sounds like a, a good enough combo to me. It's a cool card. Uh, I'll, I'll finish reading it just so. So uh, you put a plus, you put that many plus one plus one counters on Hero Bredegard. And as long as Hero Bredegard has five or more counters, those are any type of counters. So they could be like a flying counter. Uh, uh, it has flying and is an angel. As long as it has 10 or more counters, it is indestructible and, and becomes a god. Cool, neat, neat cool. idea. Uh, in theory, it would have worked really neat with uh, the other the the card we were just talking about, but obviously that is not from anywhere. It's just from hand, from your hand or from your uh, uh, battlefield. So le- slightly less cool. Um, it is Dorothea, 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 Dorothea. Victim. It's a four-four <laughs> for blue and a white. It's a legendary spirit. Uh, with flying, when she attacks or blocks, sacrifice it at the end of combat, and then it has disturbed for one blue-white, and it comes back as an enchantment on a creature, and it turns that creature into a Geist of St. Traft. So, is Dorothea, 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 good Dorothea. enough, Dorothea, powerful enough 
to make Rothia. Blue White Spirits legacy playable? I would say no. But a 4-4 flyer is still like not bad for two mana. If you can, it's the, it's the fact that you need to throw that on top of something afterwards. You know, that's the, that's the toughest part. Cause there's no blue white deck that wants to play this like kind of aggro strategy that, that this card is sort of pushing. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying is spirits is spirits. Yeah. Is, is this something to put spirits over the top? Because a, it's a fat threat early mm-hmm. that gets in for damage with all of the spirit uh, support. It's just, a, it could be a two mana five, five or two mana six, six in the air that hits hard. And then it comes back and it turns your diggy spirits into Geist of St. Traps. Here's a and question. You're doing, all the tri- you're doing all the tricky shit already with like, um, rattle chains and whatnot yeah to give your stuff hex proof and you know get tricky well, with it let's 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 uh, let me ask this question then so uh dorothea 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 um yeah dorothea um so let's say i i disturb this but i have thalia out does it count as a creature when you are disturbing uh you may cast it from your gra- grave i assume that when you cast it it's still a, cre- a creature and then because it transforms. It, right? And then it's it is an enchantment on the stack because you've cast it as the Yeah. So I think when you flash this, when you're disturbing it, I, I think it it is technically a creature because it's a creature in the yard. Similar to like how adventures and uh the creature on the adventure works. When you cast the adventure, it's a creature in your hand and a creature in the yard, but it's if you cast the adventure, it's an instant or a sorcery on the stack. Well, that would be an, a really rad tool to add to to add to uh, the deck is like put Thalia in there, and this doesn't really disturb uh, disturb uh, Thalia's plan for you. Like you don't have to pay the extra mana to make this happen. Yeah, um, I, I mean, if, I, if that I works be, that way, I, I could be wrong. But like, if you're disturbing it, it says you may cast this card. This card is Dorothea, and then on the stack, it would be the enchantment. But it's already yeah. you've already paid the mana. So I guess we'll I think it's, we'll have to find out on uh, Magic Arena later on. Um, all right, Valderan Bloodcaster. That is a two mana, one in a black, uh, fl- uh, flying vampire wizard. Uh, when it, uh, when this or another non token creature you control dies, you create a blood token. Uh, blood tokens, by the way, are an artifact with one and tap. Discard a card from your hand, sacrifice this artifact, draw a card. So it loots. It's um, rum- yeah, it's, a, it's rummage. Whenever you create a blood token, uh, if you control five or more blood tokens, you transfer you transform it into a flying three, three that uh, at the end of the combat on your turn uh, up to one target blood token uh, becomes a two, two bat just makes bats with haste. It, be- it, it becomes blood bat blood bat. Where am I yeah. seeing this? I'm seeing this flying three, three and it has sweet Dracula treatment. Yeah. Oh yeah. This card, this card is like, I need this. I need. I need this for my deck, just because you know the blood, the drac, the dracul. Um, so once this transforms, there's no way of transforming it back. No, it just stays what that is. So uh, unless you exile it, you know, like d- blink it, as it were. I mean, here's the thing: a two mana two one flyer is not going to cut it. But whenever it or another non-token creature you control dies, create a blood token. That, uh, I mean, essentially saying every time a creature you control dies, rummage at your will. I mean, that's pretty good. I don't know. I mean, if you have like, okay, let's say going back to the, the classic, let's say I got Carrion Feeder Gravecrawler 
Voldaren Bloodcaster on the table. I'm just making tokens equal to my mana. Yep. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. Well, uh, uh, it's not okay. good. It's not good, but it ain't bad. No, well, let's let's move on because this is <laughs> it's I, fine. I, but like, <laughs> I want my take to be remembered as it ain't good, but it ain't it could, bad. It could be worse. Um, all right. Uh, of course, when I flip back, uh, we a- added a bunch of new cards that, that got spoiled. So uh, f- forgive me. I'm just gonna cycle through this real fast. Uh, Cigar to summons is only interesting because of the. Uh, the ability that it would uh, with Edgar Markov and EDH like make all your vampires into four four uh, uh, angels when with yeah, flying not, when they attack not playable in Legacy, but I imagine it's going to be sweet when you are playing Edgar Markov. Yes, yeah, that's silly. Um, all right, so let's go to these these new cards that just got spoiled. We've got Streffen, Morar Progenitor, Streffen. Streffen. <laughs> Street fan. Uh, okay, Street so it's a uh, two, a black and a red. I'm reading this for the first time in front of everybody right now. Uh, this is a uh, another vampire uh, noble. Here's the new. Here's the new guy. Uh, new players enter the battlefield. Uh, at the beginning of your end step, create a blood token for each player who lost life this turn. Whenever Street fan attacks you may sacrifice two blood tokens if you do you may put a vampire card from your hand onto the battlefield tapped and attacking it gains indestructible until end of turn i imagine this character sounds uh like mm, yes i'm strafon yes no i i see him as like a matt barry kind of do you, oh, you think matt this is the matt barry of the set yeah, yeah. yeah he's like he's like madam madam you think this is the jackie daytonia of the set yeah yeah, yeah. He's, he's the he is the um uh, uh he's, he's the actor's actor. No, dude, don't tell me this is don't tell me this is the Jackie Daytonia of the set. He is, this is the, not legacy playable. I want to play Jackie Daytonia in legacy. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's like, madam. <laughs> uh, anyhow, uh, I, I don't know if you if you don't know who Matt Barry is. Uh, if you haven't seen, uh, he, he's he is the boss in IT crowd, and he was also uh, currently. He is the uh, one of the vampires from uh, what we do in the shadows. So great he's, series, he's great. He's great. Great series, very funny. Highly recommend. Yeah, he's he's just a great actor. He's just like he's he he plays his, he plays the same part in everything, and he plays it great. He 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 has one he has one character, but is it damn is it not funny? Oh, uh, dude, it's the best. Uh, all right, and then uh, Melisent, Restless Millicent. Revenant. Melissa, I don't think this is playable at five uh, white and a blue, but as I read, as I read further, they cost one less for each spirit you control. So maybe that spirits deck is uh, coming together, Phil Uh, flying whenever uh, Melissa, Melissa, restless revenant or another token, non-token spirit you control dies or deals combat damage to a player create a one, one, white spirit token with flying it would be nice if that somehow could contribute to getting that guy into play but you know like it's a 4-4 flyer that could have a reduced cost and also like is wrath proof and like if you put multiple of these in your deck and someone gets rid of this you get a guy for it that reduces the next one's cost for one uh i don't know it's, I feel we're like getting closer we're getting closer this is, right this this card strikes me as something that nate has wanted for a long time yeah. with lingering souls yeah yeah yeah. oh there you go 
I'm just saying, Lindbergh if you reduce its cost by four, it costs three. Then it's a four-four flyer. I have to use pay, pay five mana to reduce this thing's cost by four. <laughs> you and I'm you get saying, four spirit tokens. I'm saying that they there there's easy there's a lot of ways to make spirits. This yeah. is a cost reduction mechanic, and then it builds your board out. Whenever a non-token spirit dies or deals combat damage, it's got the Grave Titan style stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's not going to see any play, but it, it would be sweet if it did. It, it, it's another piece of that puzzle, let's say. Here's All right. how I feel. If I am lucky enough to have the opportunity to terminus the shit out of somebody's board full of spirits, I... Well, I, I hope we all have a great time. I will happily terminus your eyes. Oh, so, so sad. It has to die. Okay. All right. So we've got another mythic. It's a white mythic. It's called Wedding Ring, which, I mean, can we just launch that ship of like every, every magic player for the next like couple of years, handing their fiance who doesn't play magic this card and being like, I did the thing, guys. I'm going to post it on Reddit and get a million views while my legit criticism of the D set gets just trashed on reddit rage <laughs> okay do you, anyhow do you, need, do you need to share your feelings <laughs> yes this is going to be used as every like sticky uh no uh, don't yeah look fam 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 okay it, it don't be that guy don't be that guy that you're you're more creative than that you can do better do something that means something to both of you it's very important this is me to you, me to the listener, that guy who's thinking about it. Just, you can do better than this. Even if your girlfriend plays magic, you can do better than this. This is a bit cliche. It's a little too on the nose. A little too on the nose, on guys. The nose. You want to know the best part about this card for the people who aren't going to listen to you, though? But at wait, least... we haven't even read the card yet. Before we do, okay, we at least know that this one is templated correctly. The number of times I see the meme and it, it is just templated wrong. I'm like, how, how, who would marry this person? Yeah. Anyway, how about how this is an equipment? That's nonsense. Okay. Anyhow. It's not an equipment. That's so true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> anyhow, wedding ring. It's two and two white. I still don't know what it does yet. Uh, it's an artifact. Uh, when wedding ring enters the battlefield, if it was cast, Target opponent creates a token that's a copy of it. Now you're married to your opponent. When an opponent who controls an artifact named Wedding Ring draws a card during your turn, during their turn, draw a card. Whenever an opponent who controls an artifact named Wedding Ring gains life during this, this card is nonsense. <laughs> I it love means, it. It means that you and whoever else has the oh, copy, man. whoever you're married to, Yo, I'm draw cards and gain life together. So many of my friends in EDH. <laughs> you, both, you both will draw Yo, all the cards together and gain all the life together. You're going to play saying. the game together. You're together forever all until I'm the end of the game. How many, how many times during EDH is are, are my friends going to drop this and be like, yo, will you marry me? Dude, you want to know what you want to know what this is? Uh, the wedding ring is actually going to be tied to every time. Hmm. Which player has the Ristic study? Yeah, every time. Every time. Every time. I, I, I'm, I'm going to marry the Ristic study player. Yeah, dude. I mean, that, that's the equivalent of, of uh, marrying for the money. That, that, so it's true to life. Yeah. <laughs> Well, those are all the spoilers so far, fam. That's it. There's gonna, That's be, a it. Lot, there's gonna, there's gonna be a lot more tomorrow. 
There's going to be a lot more the day after that. Let us pray for Grimgrin. Let us all pray. Uh, let's let's Grim pray to uh, let's pray to Patreon for for your uh, for your support. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna start good, getting back to a, a bit more of normal a normal schedule. I uh, I was very depressed for the last couple of months, so uh, I I've I've been taking it easy, and I think uh, I think we can we can start to put out more content again uh, in a relatively normal fashion. I think we'll start doing uh, like a Saturday or Sunday record session, so I, we have a little bit more time to get everything ready for like a Monday drop. Yeah. And also one thing too, is like, if anybody ever is, if we're ever talking about something on uh, the cast or you see, uh, or you're watching like nineties MTG, Chris Benucci's nineties MTG on Twitch or anything like that. And you want a deck list or you want to talk about a uh, theory of anything that we've mentioned on the cast, just hit us up on Twitter or, yeah, or, uh, or, or join or our, our discord. discord. Join, yeah. Join the discord. Join our discord. discord. Talk to us in there. We are always happy to talk about all that stuff ad nauseum and bounce ideas back and forth and build stuff out. So, you know, do, do, yeah. it, do it, do it. That's do it. That, literally, that's, that's, that's a great afternoon for, for Phil and I when we yeah, should we, be working. We, we, we love talking, <laughs> I, I, sh, 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 I mean, shout out to, to, to Hackbert for uh, being in uh, the Eternal Dota's Discord and really just-, just brewing, just out there brewing. The, he always lays up the best brews. And if you want to see them, you're going to have to join. But let me tell you, his brews, are exceptional yeah dude anyway that's all i got well if you want to if you want to support us over at patreon you can join us at patreon.com slash eternal dirtles uh as always uh we we really appreciate your support uh and and that uh that just goes towards helping us create the podcast teaching us uh how to do things like if you're watching this on youtube you know, I put some, I put some time and effort into learning how to upload and create YouTube so that we could, uh, you could see our lovely faces also, and think that whole, we and think that I'm younger than I am and Phil's older than he is somehow. We had, we had a great <laughs> comment. I forget uh, who it was, I forget who it uh, was, but somebody was so like, good. Can, can you pull it up real quick? I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll finish our, our round out spiel while you find it. Yep, Do you I, have a I, like right comments? Here. I've listened the like, to the subscribe, podcast. all that stuff. Go ahead. Go ahead. I listened to the podcast for a long time, but I never knew what any of them looked like until now. I've expected Phil to be balder, heavier, and older looking. This is not what I pictured in my head. I assume this person's complaining at, at us for Phil not looking worse. Yeah. The fact that I don't look like a tubby schlub is like, he's like, ah, oh, this is upsetting. And Chris, to be fair, to be fair, I used to be, I used to be exactly who he pictured in, I used my, to in my younger days in my younger days i was that person. you were balder in your younger i days? was balder i was fatter i was i was i was less fun to be around uh i still had awful brews that made me go oh and 16 at the lgs um but yeah what we need all of y'all to do yeah comment is comment get, i love comment, comment get in those get this in those guy comments. got highlighted i specifically only want everything that you hate about me and everything that you like about zach and how much you miss nate that's the only that's the yeah, only I type want, of comment I, I, just want, I just want you guys you guys to comment about how much you miss nate that that really to me is like the best part also if you can <laughs> remember what you it. if you didn't know what we looked like before and now you do if you could share what you thought we looked like so we can continue that meme that was oh yeah i love it I, I actually have uh when i when i interviewed um 
one of the uh the vps of like digital or whatever somebody came in and was like oh wow i thought you were way younger and i was like oh sorry <laughs> yeah it's like it's like it's like the subtle daggers right yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's oh, a dagger you were like terrible oh, sorry to disappoint you that i look like a piece of shit it's ah. like you look terrible for your voice yeah, it's like your voice is so much better than you. You look, oh God. Yeah, I, I love it though. Like, just keep roasting us. That's great. Anyhow, I uh, it was lovely having you all uh, join us. Uh, have a great weekend. We will be back with all of the spoilers next week. All the spoilers for the set will be out confirmed November fifth. Nice. So the next time we uh, see each other. It's going to be with the full set and uh, praying, praying for Grim Grim. Sick. Wait, real quick, Phil, what are you doing for Halloween? What's your uh, what's your Halloween costume this year, bro? Okay, so you want to you you want to hear my my Halloween? Yeah, costume? yeah, yeah. Here, yeah. here it goes. Okay, so I'm I'm doing the throw I'm doing a throwback. So back when I was a kid, right? Obviously watched wrestling growing up all throughout my childhood. Mm -hmm. Worked for wrestling for a little while, and my brother, I remember one time when I was still too young to go out, right? And he was, he's five years older than me. So he was able to like go out with his friends, have an awesome time trick-or-treating. They all went as the wolf pack, right? Oh. All the wrestling fans will know what the wolf pack is. The you won't get pack. too much into it. But my brother in particular was Razor Ramon. Now, Razor oh, Ramon. Oh, so good. So good. The so machismo. The machismo. Razor Ramon is notoriously good on the mic for being the most boring piece of shit but he was, he was a bad guy. Here was his catchphrase. Okay, I'm going to hit you up with two of his catchphrases. He would get on the mic and <laughs> know, he, would talk, he, would talk as, he would talk as slow as you could imagine. But he'd be like, he'd get up in everybody's face. Everybody would be booing the shit out of him. He's like, you don't know why I'm here. And uh, we don't care. That was like, he would take four minutes to say those words. It was insane. And then his whole other thing was uh, he, he would always have a toothpick in his mouth. Yeah. And his, his catchphrase at the end of everything is he would take the toothpick, flick it in his opponent's face and go, I'm the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. I'm yeah, the bad that's, that's guy. That's the one. So, I'm the bad so, guy. So what I'm going to be doing is uh, I'm going to dress up like Razor Ramon, walking around and flicking toothpicks in my friend's face and saying, uh, I'm the bad guy. I that's yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Razor Ramon. What are you doing? What are you doing? All right, all right. So uh let me show you previous almost previous best for me and my wife as far as couples costumes was glow. Nice, yeah, yeah. Oh, also in the wrestling uh, uh yeah, yeah, of theme. course. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm I'm Liberty Bell, she's Zoya the destroyer. Yo, you look great as a blonde, yeah, dude. Right? Look at that mullet. Look at that, look at that. <laughs> that's that's the content you can only get on YouTube, guys. Wow. Wow. Um, that see, see, what you look like there is what people actually thought you looked like before they yeah, made you. Yeah, of course, like. of course. Yeah. Uh then, uh, so this year, um, you know, we were thinking about like last year we just did like I I like we didn't do anything last year. The, just the dress, just just the dog up as a Jedi. Because nice. we were moving. Yeah. We moved yeah. on like the fourth. So we were just like, we don't have time for a Halloween costume. We're packing the house up. Previous year, uh, we did. Uh, I was the Joker, like from the new newish Joker movie, mm -hmm. and she dressed up as a witch. We do like an on off, an on off year for like sure. couples costumes. Yeah. Um, this year, we figured let's be on because we didn't do one last year. Um, we're doing Wandavision. 
Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. Good. Ooh, that's gonna that's gonna be are you are you doing like a whole shit ton of makeup? What are you how are you doing that? Uh, so I'm gonna do the, the red face with the like the stuff, yeah, but I'm gonna be in like a cardigan. Oh you nice. Know? Okay, like yeah. The, the so you're shirt, doing, you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. But you're and gonna, she's gonna, gonna do like the Scarlet Witch, like the Halloween Scarlet Witch costume that she wears. But you're doing the full you're doing full makeup. Yeah, just for the I mean just for the head, you know. But that's that dude, that's still that's still good. And, that's and, and uh you know, the bald wig. I'll get a bald wig. Oh, okay. Yeah. Not yeah, that yeah, I yeah, really need too much of a bald wig, but like Yeah, you're close. You're close. You could shave your head. I could this. just shave down, commit. right? Yeah. I mean I you could commit. So I thought about fully committing and just taking the beard off. Ooh. Um which you is like, I, I have I have I ever seen you without a beard? I don't think I have certainly you have. Certainly you have. Certainly I have. I I, I, have. I I didn't really uh rock the beard too much uh when I used to play modern. So it's I want to so say long. that say that when you uh saw me in Richmond, I probably did not have a beard. Um, okay, it'll be okay, weird so. for everyone watching though, because they've probably never seen me without a beard. And I've literally had a beard probably for like five or six years. And yeah. it was just because like, you know, I was gaining a little bit of weight and I was like, this is a great way to hide it. Just have a beard. No one yeah, can tell. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you just need a little <laughs> cover up, you know, I guess. Yeah. You. You'll, you'll immediately know uh, when I shave though. I don't think oh. I will. I think I might just be like, ah, screw it. Like, I'm just not gonna, I'll just shave. Like I, I, I do. I'll go down to about where you are right now, uh, yeah, a little, a little more, a little more. Like I'll, I'll, I'll do like a, a one everywhere to just like mm -hmm. reset it. And I need to, I need to get the neck. Neck clean it up long. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You gotta yeah. clean it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I did I put, get a haircut before... just recently. I paid for a haircut just recently, like two weeks ago. So it's, it's been a bit. I mean, it looks like garbage yeah, I mean, now. You, you should have told, <laughs> you should have told, you should have told your barber to just shave it all off because you're doing division. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I can gone, do that at home. I, the number of times I've shaved my own head. I used to, I, I mean, I still like for the last like, I, I don't know, like six, seven years, I, I cut my own hair. And yeah. I, I, I paid to have someone cut my hair two weeks ago just to see like how close I am to like how my haircut would be. And yeah, I, I got the skills to pay the bills, my man. Dude, I just recently found a barber that is actually legitimate. Don't settle. Everybody out there, you do not settle. You find you find the hairstylist that works for you. I'm the hairstylist that works for me. Do not compromise. <laughs> Shop around. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, as they say in the in the doo-wop songs, you gotta shop around. Gotta shop around. Yep. All right. Well, uh, I think I think that finally does it for us tonight. Everyone have a good night. Have ha hey, have a good Halloween. Uh, comment about what your uh, what your Halloween costume is going to be. I actually do want to know. Uh, if, Just if you, remember, I'm the bad guy. The bad guy. The bad I'm, guy. I'm more of a. I'm more of a. Woo! Oh yeah. Oh, I'm dude, you would myself. be a great. You you should definitely dress up as Ric Flair one year. He's kind of creepy now, but like, do the do the old do the original the OG Ric Flair with the oh, yeah. robe. Yeah. All right. Be good, everybody. Later on. <sighs> You're a monster. Hi, I'm Force of Phil. I can build all your cards and still. Cast a drill. Copy it ten times like I'm my silver quill. Shadrix thinks he knows me. Elder dragons get so lonely. All his high fantasy show me whimsical ways that we're homies. But he hasn't found out that there's a bounty around. All of the ink that's abound. If I jab a pen in his mouth and then I let him bleed out and wear his skin like a crown. Peering into the abyss of the monarchy that's now bound into my arteries. Part of me feels like a cross between artistry and a plot to peel strawberries. Fruits of my labor are honestly harboring hate for the modesty. I inflate as a posture like I'm not a shapeshifter imposter and evil who's
who's obviously a monster. We're like evil twins, cause we only copy monsters. Guns are fucking dumb, but you're still up in our crosshairs. We don't miss our triggers like some chalice playing fraudsters. They're not in our league while we're winning, they all drop it. Send us to the pros where we gobble up some sponsors. Copy in their clothes, Unzi D becomes a cosplayer. Cozied up in robes that can only fit us monsters. Call us monsters. If I'm Fisher, I'm boggling. If I'm Urza, I'm cobbling. If I'm Karnoff, I'm wishing. It's there in Bridge that be stopping them. Look like Emily, I'm mocking them. In the red zone, they hog at it. Echoing eons and arrows. Whip up a dead sacred crab bone. Secret lair them like cake. Baked on a vampire steak. Flaked with the blood of a dragon that's been bleeding for days. In case of the sense of a library, it changed our hopes with anxiety. Think of the throat like you're violently trying to boast a new dynasty as a monster. We're like evil twins, cause we only copy monsters. Guns are fucking dumb, but you still up in our crosshair we don't miss our triggers like them chalice playing fraudsters they're not in our league while we're winning they all dropped it send us to the pros where we gobble up them sponsors copy in they clothes on zd becomes a cosplayer cozied up in robes that can only fit us monsters call us monsters i'm like dog my son so you can own now call me crick I'll correct your face as if a mellish norning gifts I'm given to the living swimming in stormy conditions for a distance that if you counted in minutes time would have to walk to finish and run the risk of slipping on the sticky liquid exhibited in their ribs and requisite a physician to extinguish their injured position with exquisite stitches sifting lipids through many incisions pitted in divots and slither wispy fringes between ligaments squishing blistered withered bits of ren and six in a syringe and pins of the stiffness of a strict that stripped and nipped or twixt the tree of perdition and the algorithmic indifference of ten is Quandrics who wanted Shadrach to listen to his opinion that his lack of precision was the linguistic equivalent of the desperate Velamaki and fiction written in hieroglyphic inscriptions by a stringent vicious villain twisted as a wiki tricking sickening sadistic monster slotting your alma mater valedictorian charters and auditorium of otters and lobsters bothered by trauma caught and rise by the gore of their fathers who dropped them for a whore and a dollar who's glorified only as a monster killers killing it willing and chilling a billion civilians and grilling their children like chicken that's thickened with fixings and mixed them with pickles and skittles that skips with some nibble and quibble and lick up the drizzle of simple yet sinful spittle that trickles from the tip of this shrivel and shriveled bristles that signal your skin to frill and prickle like a visceral monster we're like evil twins cause we only copy monsters guns are fucking dumb but you're still up in our crosshairs we don't miss our triggers like the chalice playing fraudsters they're not in our league while we win and they all drop this send us to the pros where we gobble up the sponsors copy in they close on ZD becomes a cosplay cozied up in robes that can only fit us monsters call us monsters